Welcome back, everybody. When it comes to stocks, we know that the news a lot of times drives the price. Stocks report a better than expected forecast, the price shoots up. An unexpected loss of an important customer, the price falls. We see this every single day in the market. But many times the information in the news, and especially the headlines, doesn't actually tell you the truth of what's going on with your stocks. So in this video, we're going to go through a detailed example using a company that I have a small allocation to, Starbucks, to show you how the headlines and news articles can be misleading and what you can do to understand how the businesses you've invested in are actually performing. You guys remember at the beginning of the big short when he was like, These outsiders saw the giant lie at the heart of the economy and they saw it by doing something the rest of the suckers never thought to do. They looked. And I feel like this concept can be applied to just about everything we do in stocks and investing. Like we talked about it with ETFs, how digging into the methodology documents can really help you understand what you bought. But it's true with stocks as well. Like there's so much info out there that really helps us know what's going on if we're just willing to dig into it. Let me give you an example. So Starbucks is down over 9% year to date. And over the last six months, it's down over 14%. So clearly, Starbucks must be having a bad year. And if you looked at some of the headlines this year, you would agree. Student loan payments are back. Starbucks, Chipotle, and Shake Shack. Beware. Starbucks misses comparable sales estimates after North American transactions stall. Starbucks falls after setting cautious guidance on conference call. I mean, these sound pretty terrible, but even if you just look beyond the headline, you would see a slightly different story. So on the student loan payments are back article, if you actually read it, down here it says, while we don't expect these consumers to significantly change their habits, we do believe that some could manage their check, trade down within the menu, or modestly reduce their visit frequency. So if you're looking at the headline, you're like, oh, beware. But then in the article, it's modestly change their frequency. Definitely different language. Plus, if you go down to the comment section, about $13 billion will be taken out of the discretionary spending each month. And then someone else responds with, well, consumer spending is about $1.45 trillion a month. So that'd be about 0.8%. Now, obviously, something potentially being 0.8% is not really all that big of a deal. And that's why sometimes the Seeking Alpha comment section is really gold. Not all the time, but sometimes. And then next, the headline was, Starbucks misses comparable sales estimates after North American transactions stall. So if you actually read the article, you see that they say that they missed analyst estimates. But what did the company actually expect? We're about to get into that in a minute. And then on the last one, it says Starbucks falls after setting cautious guidance on conference call. So if you actually read the article, it says Starbucks only reaffirmed its prior full year outlook, which may be a disappointment to shareholders. Now, that's not setting cautious guidance. That's literally saying the stuff that we've already told you, we're sticking with it and we're executing our plan. And the crazy part is that if you just looked at the other article that talked about their same earnings call, the headline was this. Starbucks smashes comp sales estimates on broad strength across regions. So these articles are obviously all up and down. And so how can we expect to really get a good handle on how our stocks are performing if we're just depending on them? And the answer is that we can't. But what we can do is listen to what the companies tell us and then confirm if they're doing what they're saying they're going to do. Shocking. I know. This is shocking content that I'm presenting you right now. So here's the truth. Not only has Starbucks had a great year, they told you almost exactly how it would go in November of 2022. All you had to do was listen and then check in once a quarter to see how it's going. And they told you exactly what you needed to know. Let me show you what I mean. On November 3rd, 2022, Starbucks had their Q4 earnings call to wrap up the year and set guidance for 2023. In that earnings call, their guidance was as follows. They plan to have comp sales at the high end of 7% to 9%. 
with Q1 expected to be at the low end of that range and then expanding in subsequent quarters. They plan to have new store growth of about 7% in 2023. They ended 2022 with 35,711 stores, so that puts the goal around 2,500 new stores in 2023. They expect only 3% of that to be in the U.S., and in China, about 13%. They plan to have consolidated revenue growth expectations of 10 to 12%, including a 3% unfavorable currency impact. They expect that currency impact to be actually higher in the first half at 4%, with 1% to 2% impact in the second half. They also have a plan to expand margins in 2023, with that operating margin being tempered in Q1 and Q2, but then meaningfully higher in Q3 and Q4. And then they plan to have the gap EPS growth to be at the high end of 15% to 20%, with a meaningful step up in the second half of the year. So very clear and easy to understand guidance, and they actually provided a little bit of information on the specific quarters of how they expect the year to go. So let's fast forward to February 2nd, 2023, where Starbucks reported their Q1 2023 results, and here's what they were. So comp sales increased 5%, with the U.S. being 10%, international being negative 13%, and China specifically being negative 29%. So originally they said that in Q1, they expected comp sales to be at the low end of their range, but at 5%, it was clearly out of their range, so they missed. So in terms of new stores, they added 459 net new stores, and that's about 18% of their yearly goal. In general, that looks good, and we'll just have to see how it goes throughout the rest of the year. In terms of revenue growth, they had 8% revenue growth in Q1, which includes the currency impact, which they said was going to be higher in Q1, but still it missed the 10 to 12% range. And their margin in Q1 was 14.4%, which is lower than the previous year of 14.6%. So again, they missed on margin. And then lastly, earnings per share in Q1 was 7%. Now, they did say that they expected a step up in the second half of the year, but still, the 7% is quite a ways away from the earnings per share goal of 15 to 20. And so actually for Q1, the headline was this, Starbucks falls after weakness in China leads to comparable sales missed. And ironically, that one was actually pretty accurate because that's exactly what happened to them in Q1. And in terms of share price after reporting earnings, the shares dropped about 2.6% from $109.15 to $104.30. So overall, Q1 was definitely a miss on just about everything. And you can look at that quarter and say, oh man, that sucked, they're doing terrible. But everything that happened was pretty explainable with the unexpected impact of COVID in China hurting their international sales by a lot. I mean, negative 29% is a lot. So that pretty much impacted everything that they were doing in Q1. But on the call, they said, we've been here before. It's a headwind that's going to become a tailwind, and we're reaffirming our full-year guidance. So they didn't even change their plan after a bad first quarter. They said, we're staying the course, and we still think we can hit our marks. So now let's go to May 2nd, 2023, when Starbucks announced Q2 results. In Q2, their comp sales increase was 11%, which is well above the 7 to 9% target range. In terms of stores, they had 464 net new stores, which is 19% of their yearly goal. As it relates to revenue growth, they had 14% in Q2, which is well above the 10 to 12% target range. In terms of margin, in Q2, it was 15.2%, which is higher than the 12.4% it was in the prior year. And then lastly, their gap earning per share growth was 36%. So they basically crushed it. They had a banner quarter. So shares should go up, right? Not quite. 
Shares dropped 9% from $114.46 to $103.96. And why do you ask? Because they only reaffirmed their guidance for the year. They didn't raise it. So basically, they told you what to expect to happen in 2023, and then they're executing on it and hitting their marks and the stock tanks. Because if you remember, the headline was this, Starbucks falls after setting cautious guidance on conference call. And this is the type of stuff that drives you crazy as an investor because you see a headline like that and you're like, wait a minute, the company told us what they were going to do. They're out here executing it in a time where there's some economic headwinds and higher interest rates and all that. And for some reason, that ends up being a negative because they didn't raise guidance because some analysts thought they would. That makes no sense. Okay, so let's fast forward to August 1st, 2023 and talk about Q3 results. So in Q3, their comp sales growth was 10%, which is above the 7 to 9% target range. In terms of new stores, they added 588 new stores, which is 24% of their yearly goal. In terms of revenue growth, it was up 12%, including more than 1% of currency impact. So it's right there at the top of their 10 to 12% range. And then margin was 17.3%, which was increased from 15.9% the previous year. And then lastly, their gap earnings per share growth was at 25%, which is higher than their 15 to 20% target range. So again, Starbucks had a great quarter and pretty much hit on all their metrics. But this was the headline that was printed. Starbucks misses comparable sales estimates after North America transactions stall. And if you actually read what's in the article, it says Starbucks reported that global comparable sales rose 10% during Q3, but it missed the consensus estimate of 11.1%. So here's the thing. Starbucks told you what their plan was at the end of last year, 7 to 9%. So this 11.1% number is just a consensus of all the analysts' predictions of what they think it's going to be. So they call that a miss, even though the company told you six months ago exactly what their targets were going to be, and then they actually exceeded them. Okay then. In terms of price, share prices rose slightly less than 1% from $101.26 to $102.13. And one other thing that they added in their Q3 conference call was an update to their 2023 end of year guidance since it's getting close to the end of the year. And this was their update. Earnings from 16 to 17% for the year, which they originally said would be the high end of 15 to 20%. Revenue growth of 10 to 12%, which is the same as they originally said. And then comp sales of 7% to 9%, which again is the same as they originally said. And so just to recap the whole thing, Starbucks set expectations in Q4 of 2022. They missed in Q1, but they were able to explain why and stuck with their full-year guidance. They crushed it in Q2 and hit all their marks. They crushed it in Q3 and hit all their marks. And they're currently on track to hit their full-year guidance in Q4. So to me, that's a very successful year of a company operating and executing their plan. And of course, the stock is down 9% year to date. But just because a business is executing well doesn't mean that the market price is going to reflect that. Because as we all know, the market price is impacted by emotion and sentiment and macro factors that may not have anything to do with Starbucks. Or people may just say, hey, it's a coffee company trading at a PE of 28, so it's still overvalued. And, you know, maybe that's true. I don't personally see it that way based on historical price metrics, but I understand that point of view. But the whole idea with investing is that if you find a great business with a good team that continues to execute well to grow revenues, increase margins, and return value to shareholders, then that stock, in theory, should go up. And when the market emotion doesn't match up to the business fundamentals, that's when we have opportunities to buy them cheaper than they're probably worth. 
I mean, this is basic stuff that we talk about all the time, but that's how it manifests itself in terms of actual market price and investor opportunity. And I think that is the management team good question is one of the hardest ones for us as retail investors to evaluate. So it either gets overlooked or we just say, oh yeah, they're good because we heard someone else say it. But this method is one way that we can actually evaluate them. Are they doing what they said they would do? Are the expectations that they're giving actually playing out? And all you have to do is basically two things. One, listen to their end of year or Q4 conference calls or read the transcripts and see what they provide for guidance or a forecast for the coming year. And if you're looking at transcripts, the easiest way to find it, if you don't want to read it all, is to look for words like guidance or forecast or even the year, like 2023. And companies will sometimes have information on their investor relations websites, like presentations and other things that will share that information as well. And it's all public, of course. And then two, once you know what their forecast is for the following year, start monitoring their progress of how they're doing towards those goals. You can listen to or read their earnings calls transcripts that'll have all the updates on their progress. Or again, you can see their press releases on their investor relations page, which should have the information that they're tracking towards in it. And Starbucks, in my opinion, actually goes the extra mile with this because they actually give expectations for what they expect in each quarter in addition to the full year guidance, where in some cases, companies don't even give guidance at all. So the fact that they provided that extra detail and then we got to see it play out exactly like they said, in my opinion, says a lot about their competence. And you contrast that with someone like Dollar General, who's had to readjust guidance three times or so during the last few quarters. And to me, that's the difference that you're looking for. And I think this becomes even more true as the economic situation gets tougher for companies. Any management can be geniuses when times are good, but when there are challenges, who's actually getting it done. So even in the Starbucks example, if we break it down a little bit further, in Q1, even though they missed on most things, in hindsight, it really showed up as a strength for them. Because one, something unexpected can happen that impacts results compared to guidance. And in this case for them, it was the COVID impact in China once they relaxed restrictions. But even on that call, they reiterated that they'd been there before and they knew that it was a headwind now, but it would become a tailwind before the end of the year. And even then, they still reiterated confidence in their full-year guidance after having a first quarter that basically missed. And then they proceeded to crush it for the next two quarters, and they've really set themselves up to where they can hit their full-year guidance in Q4. And all along the way, all the things that they told us would happen in each quarter is basically what happened. And to me, that's how you build confidence and measure the effectiveness of a leadership team, whenever they provide clear expectations and then go meet those expectations. At the end of the day, that's all we can realistically judge them on. So if you're struggling to figure out how your companies are performing, ignore the headlines and start comparing what they're giving as guidance to how they perform on a quarterly basis. And you'll probably come out of it with a much clearer picture on how well the companies you've invested in are doing. So are you guys already doing this or is it something that you want to get started? Let me know down in the comments below. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.